Check, check, one, two, one, two. Turn it up, turn it up. Welcome to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. The tides are turning, the time is now. You're home for the mindset, methodology, and tools needed to invest in foreclosures. Don't you dare buy a house, buy a deal. You need to get into this right now. Right now, yeah. And now your host, the Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum. Welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. I am your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Corum, recording live in the downtown Denver studios with my executive producer and main man, Mr. John Winston. What's up, man? Oh, man, I'm feeling good right now. Yeah, man, lots of good news to talk about. And, you know, just a little housekeeping about the show. Right before the show, I got an announcement from our uh, our podcast host, Buzzsprout, that says we just hit 5,000 downloads. Oh, there we go. 5,000 5, people. So just a little perspective. That's a lot. Because if you figure that the average episode, we get about 20 minutes a show, give or take, right? So it's 100,000 minutes that people have been listening to this lovely voice, right? You break that down into hours, we're talking 1,600 hours, and I calculated it out to nearly 70 days of all Donnie, all the time, 24-7 for 70 days. Tell me that's not cool. I didn't know, you didn't know you were ready for that, but it's here. You know, what's interesting is less than 2% of podcasts hit that, so I, I want to... Uh, I want to thank all of you guys, the listeners of the show. I want to thank you, Jonathan, as a producer. We've come a long way since just about a year ago we started this thing up. So, you know, I, I appreciate it, guys. I really do. I appreciate you being a part of the show, all the great questions, the coaching students we picked up along the way, uh, the affiliate relationships we built, and just I'm having a great time with this. I'm glad you guys are having a great time, too. We want to we wanna keep this thing going. So with that, let's get to the show. Um, we always start with an article. This one's pretty interesting. Uh, Housing Wire reports, and as always, head on out to the Foreclosure Deals Coach page on Facebook or the show notes attached to this very episode if you want to get this article. But it mentions that 42% of people who bought homes during the pandemic engaged in a bidding war. What? That's right. So here we are in coronavirus, and the general mindset would be that things are slowing down. Less people are buying. Unemployment's at an all-time high. Nobody has to do that. What do you mean people Turns out you can't believe the hype. You can't believe the hype in the number of cases in the coronavirus because they keep missing that, right? You can't believe the hype in what's going on with the economy because they keep missing on that. And now you can't believe the hype on the real estate market is suffering as a result of coronavirus. But here's the thing, my foreclosure buying kitties out there. You have to be prepared out of the gate to be in a bidding war all the time. So this isn't new to us foreclosure buyers because if you're buying a deal, not a house, which is a requirement of being a listener to this show, right, that you're out there looking for a deal, then you already knew they're going to be a bidding war. So I want you to check back. If you're new to the show, check back in the list of episodes. In the one episode we did about writing offers in a competitive bidding market that will still win. Okay, because we knew about this bidding war ages ago, but now Housing Wire is reflecting accurately that the market is not what you would think. There's still some great deals out there, but 42% of the people out there looking to buy a house during the crisis, the pandemic, what many people are saying is the end of the world as far as real estate are concerned, still are fighting it out with multiple offer situations. So who's telling the truth here? 
Hmm. I'd say we just need to watch the market, man. See, you know, there's a, there's a lot of different agendas and different things that go narratives that go into what you see on TV. So I say just look at the numbers, man. That that's what it would tell me. That that's so cool. Actually, I was called a dork. Um, we did an interview show, and I was called an analytical dork by one of our hosts, which I. Uh, I believe she meant that the nicest way possible. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Get ready for that episode. You're going to love it. <laughs> great, great show. But I am. I, really, you have to go off the numbers. You've got to take the time out of the BS. Take the time off of the hype. Stop listening to your, your parents who bought houses 20, 30 years ago. Stop listening to the, the people, or the talking heads on CNN, finance, and et cetera, and look at the actual analytics of the market. And I got to tell you, I spend roughly an hour a day in market analysis, looking at properties that we're buying, properties that we're looking to buy, properties that we currently own, to figure out what the actual market is doing. And I can speak for this Housing Wire article and tell you that on the properties we're selling, we're almost always in a multiple offer situation, aka a bidding war, okay? So don't believe for a minute that the market is trickling down. I believe it's going to. I believe we're heading towards a foreclosure-infested market, but we're not there quite at the moment of you listening to this show right now. When we get there, my advice to you is to be completely prepared for it, okay? Because if you decide to set up for war when the war starts, you're already way behind. If you're going to go play the big game, go into the Super Bowl, you better start training before. And if you're going to be a professional foreclosure investor, you want to get started now, learning the market, getting analysis tools like PropStream. Quick segue there. Check out the link to get a seven-day free trial to PropStream. And when you sign up using my affiliate link, I will do a 15-minute session with you. We will walk through all of the tools you have in PropStream, specifically looking at analyzing properties so you can figure out what properties are worth. Don't trust the typical real estate agent, especially the non-investor-focused one. Definitely don't trust Zillow. We did a whole, whole episode on why I hate Zillow, and you probably should too, right? So don't trust those tools out there. You go in there, do the analysis, don't believe the hype, learn about what's happening in this marketplace, and when you know what's happening, they remember G.I.G. Joe, you're too young for that. But like G.I. Joe used to say, knowing is half the battle. So that, that's the key. Knowing is half the battle. So understand it. And by being a listener to this show, you're getting knowledge every single day. We like to impart the wisdom of the last 15 years I've spent in foreclosure investing into our listeners to help you become a better foreclosure investor. The mindset, the methodology, and the tools required to be a successful foreclosure deals investor. That's what this show is all about. All right. So with that, Hype session over. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show today. Let's do this. All right. The show title is going over private lenders and whether or not they're a scam. Because if you're going to buy a foreclosure or an investment property in general, one of the places you may look for funding is certainly your bank getting conventional loan. It certainly might be a mortgage broker who can help you with a conventional loan or a VA-backed loan or an FHA loan, etc. But let me let you in on a bit of a secret. The really good deals, and I mean like the really good deals, are not financeable by general conventional lenders. The reason that is, is they're going to do a basic litmus test if you're getting a VA loan, for instance. And that litmus test is based on the livability of the property, i.e. in VA world, if there's any broken glass, no dice, they're not going to back that loan. Okay. If there's uh, peeling paint on the wood, no dice, they're not going to back that loan. 
for a while it was thought that if they didn't have appliances in the property, they weren't going to do the loan. That's no longer the case. VA will, in fact, do a loan without that, okay? But the point is, is they have these tests, like the utilities have to be on and et cetera. And when you're buying a really good deal, be it a foreclosure or otherwise, as I say all the time, not all deals are foreclosures and not all foreclosures are deals, right? But when they are, in fact, deals, a lot of times they're vacant. A lot of times they've got a ton of deferred maintenance. A lot of times they're going to require the sweat equity that makes that property actually a deal. So in those situations, you may not, I'm not saying absolutely not, but you may not be able to get conventional FHA or VA financing on the best deals in the marketplace. So what are we going to do? Well, what's been popping up recently is a lot of hard money lenders. Hard money's been around for a while. And just to give you a quick definition, hard money is basically asset-based lending. So they're not as much looking at your credit score. They're looking at the asset itself. And these are hard money lenders that are actual companies. They're incorporated. They're professional lenders. They have guidelines and et cetera. But they're not quite as stringent as getting an FHA or a VA loan because they're backing the property. Why would they back the property? Well, they will back the property only if it's a deal. Meaning, as one for instance, I have a hard money lender that will only lend on 70% of the after repaired value of the property. Meaning if the property is worth a hundred grand, the most they would lend you is $70,000, right? So there's a gap between what they would lend you and what the property is worth. Now that's great, but the problem with hard money lenders is number one, you can't buy hard money lender on an owner-rock property. In most states, hard money is not allowed to be used for you to move into the property, only a non-owner-rock, meaning you're going to convert it to a rental or you're going to flip the home, which is what I do with a majority of my hard money deals. The other catch is the rate is excessive. When I say excessive, I am currently paying some of my hard money lenders as low as 10% and as high as 14% with an average right there of about 12% typically. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why, oh why, Donnie, oh master of foreclosure investing, would you pay that high of an interest rate? Well, here's the thing. Do some quick math for me. If we're going to own the property for a grand total of 90 days, and 90 days is the target of a good flip home. You see, when you purchase the home, it should take you stop watching these flipping shows okay they're getting it done in 30 minutes that is not real world stuff okay if but in a good sense normally we can get a house flipped in 7 to 14 days Okay? And in, if you're not quite as skilled and talented and you're just kind of new to it, you should guesstimate about 30 days is what it's going to take to flip a property. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases, and when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled foreclosure list. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your foreclosure deals coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there.
Then you've got about 30 days of marketing in a normal market. Today, we measure time on market in hours, not days, because things are flying off the shelf. But typically speaking, you could figure 20 to 30 days on market. Then finally, you've got another 30 days that you're going to be waiting for closing. My point is, if everything goes normally, you're going to own this house for about 90 days. That's the goal. Okay. With that in mind, even if you're paying a 12% interest rate, that's 1% a month for the use of this money. As long as this deal is profitable and going deep into profit numbers is another show for another time. But as long as that deal is profitable, paying the lender a grand total of 3% of the deal when you're making 10, 12, 15% of the deal makes it totally worth it for access to the funds. Does that make sense? So we just went over hard money, but this is about private money and whether or not it's a scam. From hard money, another generation of lenders popped up. Now, it was well-meaning enough. The idea behind it was that private money was people you knew or people who knew people you knew who would lend you money out of their own personal reserves at this higher interest rate so they could get those upper-end interest rates at 10 to 12%. Okay? And it took off. It became a very big business. Lots of private lenders popping up. Guys realizing that I've got, man, I got $400,000 sitting in this IRA. If I could lend this out at 10 to 12% as opposed to leaving it in my mutual fund at a snooze factor of 4 to 5%, I'm going to do that deal. So private lenders started to pop up where people who understand the real estate market were willing to invest, note I didn't say risk, okay, but invest in real estate as opposed to investing in the stock market or otherwise. The only risk factor to private lending was the capabilities and competence of the guy doing the flip. As a for instance, my private lenders have been with me for well over a decade and I've never lost a dime of private money because I know what I'm doing. Now, you as a brand new lender, you know, or a brand new flipper, investor, etc., don't have that track record. So private money may be harder for you to procure than somebody as sophisticated as, and, and experienced as I am. Okay. And I'm not trying to deter you. I'm simply explaining that private money is basically based on the relationship factor. So if you've got a rich uncle, right, who's sitting on a couple hundred thousand dollars and wants to invest in your real estate project, that could be a good private lender. Well, from there, these Facebook groups are all over and people are consistently putting up deals or wannabe deals out there and private lender du jour is popping up and going, I can fund that deal. So somebody in one of our Facebook groups asked the question, and it was a really good question, how can you tell if a private lender is a scam or not? Now, I had to jump in on that one because there is, because this has grown so rapidly, there are quite a large propensity of scam artists in the private money world. So the question was asked, how can I tell? Well, let me give you the, the, some of the basic rules. If you check out, we did a whole show on Facebook profiles a little bit back, check back to hear that one. Um, if the guy, you know, doesn't look like a professional private lender, right? If he's sitting there in his profile picture, is, is smoking a dupe, I would tell you there's a pretty good shot. It ain't legit. And listen, that's why I did the whole show on the Facebook profile, because you need to check this thing out. If the guy says, yeah, I, can, I got money, I can fund that deal, 
right? And he's taking a picture that doesn't seem like a guy in line with a lot of money. Use your common sense here, okay? There's got to be a certain image that this guy is portraying if he's truly a private lender. I know that comes across very judgmental, but let's face it, guys. This is a professional business with multiple millions of dollars changing hands each and every single day. You should only be working with professionals. And if you don't get that vibe from the guy who or gal who's offering to lend you private money, move on. I promise you, you'll feel better. Okay. Number two is track record. If somebody says they can lend, the next question you should have is, can you tell me about other projects you funded before? Listen, don't be hesitant to ask that. If they can't confidently answer that question, then they're either a brand new private lender, warning, 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 or they're not actually a lender at all. What's wrong with the brand new private lender? Well, that's a great question. That's a great question. Do you want to do business with a guy who's never done this before? I mean, in general, no. But, I mean, he's got the money, so as long as you know what you're doing, right? You just don't, don't mess it up. Man. Just give me the money. I'm going to mess it up, right? <laughs> it sounds good, but it never works that way. It's like, it's like getting, like, what's wrong with a brand new pilot? Well, I'm cool with that. I'm just not going to be the guy who gets on his first test ride. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to be the guy who does that. Now, so my, my point is, is you probably want to work with an experienced private lender, but if you've got personal relationships with somebody, being a brand new private lender is not a bad thing. You guys can learn it together because you know each other, but we're talking about interacting with some random dude on a Facebook group and whether or not he's legit. So the leading reason, and number three, and the final thing I want to mention on whether the guy's a scam or not is if they require money upfront prior to closing, run, do not walk, but run away from that private lender. Because I got to tell you guys, I've been at this for over 15 years. I've worked with hard money lenders, conventional lenders, private lenders, and in every one of those situations, there's not one instance where I paid upfront to get a loan done. See, lenders are paid off of the HUD. In other words, when you close and the title company or escrow lawyer or whoever's running the closing starts divvying out, okay, this money goes here and that money goes there, that's when compensation takes place. Prior to that, it's probably a scam. Like, I'm, I'm just shooting straight with you. Do not send, do not send, do not send a private lender an origination fee prior to closing a deal. Just don't do it. Let the title or escrow company handle it. And if they insist on it, then just move on. There are multiple great private lenders out there. There are some people who are legit who have money. I gotta be honest with you though, if a private lender is advertising their money, that's a, it's a red sign for me because the idea behind private lender is just that. It's private. I mean, you don't want people to know, but you're generally not advertising your services, right? Because if, you if you're a non-private lender, if you're a hard money lender, you've got a website for lending, you've got paperwork, you've got all those things, you're an incorporated business. If you're a private lender, you're generally not out there advertising your services, right? Generally, I'm not saying it doesn't happen, I'm just saying it gets a little sketch. But you know for certain it's a scam the moment it transitions into a conversation about sending them money prior to the closing. Because I can tell you it's certainty they do not need your money prior to closing a deal. If they are true lenders, they're used to getting their points and whatever prepaid interest they're getting at the closing table where everybody else gets paid to. 
Okay, and I gotta tell you because I'm constantly in the market for cheaper and better and increased money. We're trying to increase our portfolio for both myself and my investor partners all the time. I solicit money all the time. I get responses from wannabe private lenders all the time, and right away the the ones that switch to will just send me a two thousand uh, dollar origination fee to get started. I cut them off immediately. I explain to them that I'm a fifteen year veteran in this industry, and I will not be sending you any money prior to close. So that's a requirement. Thank you and have a nice day. Because we want to protect you guys, okay? We want you to do deals, right? But we don't want you to get killed along the way spending your hard earnings that you have worked to get a small nest egg to invest. You're blowing that on a private lender who turns out to be a scam. It's our job, our very responsibility to avoid that, okay? And we don't want the show to be negative, and I don't want to talk bad about all private lenders. I simply want to give you some of the obvious pitfalls when you know it's probably not going to work out, and I can tell you the leading indicator is if they ask for money up front, do not send them money up front. That being said... If you're a little sketch on a private lender, you'd like some help vetting them out, making sure it's a legit deal, I will open that up to you. Head on out to Foreclosure Deals Coach, the Facebook page, send an inquiry, find me on LinkedIn, say, hey, Donnie, I just want to check this guy out, see if he's legit. I am happy to work with you to do the homework because, hey, if he is legit as a private lender, I might want to use that money as well, right? So it helps both of us out. And if he's not legit, I will help you to flush that rat out so we can make sure he's not taking money from somebody else as well, okay? Just listen, I know you're eager to get deals done. I know that you're listening to this show and you're getting hyped up. You know, we got 5,000 people have listened to this and I, I, I talk to people. Man, you get me all pumped up. I'm so excited to get my first deal done. That's great, but don't get scammed along the way. You know, it's, there's some lessons you just don't have to learn the hard way. The good news is you've got us here at Foreclosure Deals Code to walk you through some of those pitfalls so you ain't have to fall in that vat of snakes and get bit. We can get you around that, okay? And certain things you'd have to learn on your own. That, that's just fact. But the more of those things we can help you to avoid, the more value this show provides to the people who take the time out of their day, week after week, over 5,000 people later, to give back to you just a little nugget. Do not send money to a private lender prior to closing, it is probably a scam. All right, so with that, we are wrapping the corner here of the end of this episode. Listen, guys, a lot of stuff is coming up. This is going to be a great season. You know, we're, we're focusing more on getting interviews out there. And if you've got somebody who you think would be a great fit for the show, or maybe you yourself would like to be interviewed on the show, we'd love to have you. We'd love to discuss foreclosure topics, whether you're a brand new rookie or you're someone who's a seasoned veteran, or you've got a product or service that could assist foreclosure buyers across the country. We'd love to chat. Please reach out to Jonathan Winston, uh, my executive producer. He will get you on the interview schedule, but we have a lot of great topics coming. and We're going to keep them coming at you because you guys are listening. The podcast downloads show it. The listenership is growing, and I'm ever, ever so grateful for all that you're doing for us out there in podcast land. So thank you from the very bottom of my heart. With that, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach, reminding you now and always, don't buy a house. Buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.